Hello and welcome back to another episode of Girly Bits. This week we're going to be talking all about fashion. So this week in the podcast, it is all about fashion, whether it's fast fashion, maybe you love a little bit of vintage, maybe you've got a clothing brand that you absolutely love, or even just running into pennies when all you really need to get is socks, but you come out with four or five different bags. I want to talk all about fast fashion, the effects that it has on the environment, and whether or not we really can't wear the same clothes twice or the same outfit twice to a wedding. Um, I absolutely love fashion. I mightn't be the most fashionable person on the planet, but I just love it. Um, I have a room full of clothes. There is glittery bits. I'm known to love a little bit of leopard print from time to time. And I don't know, sometimes I love that feeling of putting on your favourite outfit or putting on a dress that you absolutely love and you just feel at your best. But over the last couple of years, I've been thinking more and more, what effect has this got on the environment? Sometimes you need to stand back and ask yourself, do I really, really, really need this? I'm not going to judge anybody for the way that they shop or where they shop. But I suppose in this episode, I wanted to dive in and maybe have a chat to somebody who has maybe stepped away from fast fashion. She's going to explain to us exactly what fast fashion is. Maybe the harsh truths about where some of our clothes come from, how they're made. And even if we don't wear them again, where they actually end up. I'll say apologies in advance if I sound a little bit croaky or a little bit bunged up. I am on the tail end of head cold. So uh, I didn't want to miss this episode and I didn't want to miss recording this fantastic conversation. So without further ado, I would love to introduce to you my next podcast interviewee, who of course is Fanula J. You'll know her from her podcasts, Flop Culture, Bandwagons Podcast. I know I used to speak to her regularly on the radio about Love Island. You can also checker on Virgin Media in uh, talking about all things pop culture and loads more in between. She is an influencer. She is very stylish. And if you didn't know, she has been diving into secondhand style and thrifting and Depop and all the rest for the last number of years. So without further ado, it is really great to have Fanula J on the podcast. It is really great to be having a chat with Fanula J or Fanula Jones on Girly Bits today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Louise. Much appreciated. Good stuff. I know uh, we've been chatting before all about uh, things, podcasts and Love Island and all of that kind of stuff. But I suppose you've many, many strings to your bow. But one of them that I love following you for is, you know, you're really into secondhand fashion. We've seen you on the TV. Um, and am I right in thinking that are you over two years now without buying like, you know, I suppose straight up fast fashion type of brands? Yes, yeah. So I initially gave up fast fashion in 2019 and did, I think, two and a bit years and then ended up breaking it. But I'm back on the wagon now. So I would say we're coming to the end of another two full years That's not brilliant. buying fast fashion. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey, to say the least. Definitely. Why Why did you want to do that in the first place? Well, like a lot of people, I'm getting increasingly concerned by the climate crisis. Yeah. That seems imminent. Uh, and secondhand fashion was something that I always had a huge amount of interest in. Like, I loved the idea of 
vintage fashion, the sentimentality behind it, the idea that you're giving an article of clothing another life and like what life did it live beforehand. I always had that interest, but I suppose I'd never really kind of pursued it greatly. And even though I had this interest in secondhand fashion, I was also still kind of a slave to sales and like getting fashion as cheaply as possible. And you know, for a while and kind of when you're initially starting to work and whatever, you are kind of pinching your pennies and trying to mind your money and stuff. And it's just about buying whatever you can as cheaply as possible. I was getting to a point where, you know, like very luckily and from a place of privilege, I was earning a bit more money and I was kind of looking at my shopping habits and thinking, this isn't right. Like how this, these clothes cost next to nothing. What are the people being paid to make them? Why aren't the clothes lasting? That was the thing that I was getting increasingly frustrated by. I was buying these clothes extremely cheaply and extremely often. And I was like, that shouldn't be right. They should be lasting me more than they are. So yeah, I was kind of just getting more and more disillusioned with the industry and also more and more fearful of the climate crisis. So I was like, right, this is one area that you have an interest in already. So why don't you kind of actively pursue that a bit more, challenge yourself to, you know, maybe give up the fast fashion for a year and see how you get on and see how feasible it is. Um, and I did. I did a little bit longer. And then, as I said, broke it off and started again. Um, and it's honestly been one of the best things I've done. And I couldn't recommend it to people more. And it doesn't have to be a mad. It doesn't have to be as extreme as me in one sense of like completely giving it up. Yeah. But if you challenge yourself even to reduce your consumption of fast fashion, I think you'd be really pleasantly surprised by the results yeah definitely what was the one item of clothing that you you broke away to to buy i got a new winter coat which yeah okay i'm easy and there's certain areas where i'm like i find easier to justify because at the end of the day and i think it's one of the things that you know people get put off by or they'll they'll immediately come to me and be like what about socks what about underwear like sometimes you just need to replace things and i'm absolutely of that camp yeah of course like clothes don't last forever and some things do just need to go um, and for me that winter I needed a new coat so I bought it and but I suppose I was able to approach it from the position of you know more positively knowing the impact I'd already made and knowing that I was going to get so many wears out of this coat I still have the coat I'm yeah. going to have it for many years to come and again that's a tip I'd give to people if there's something you really love and you know you're going to wear it to absolute death yeah. then buy it absolutely Totally. I've kind of gone down that road as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I go in and, you know, I I go into pennies every so often. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at that jumper or whatever. But it might only be the jumper and not three T-shirts, four hoodies, three pairs of jeans and everything else that goes along with it. Like, I remember mm. I used to go over to London with a 10 kg suitcase, which was very small. But like, I'd bring nothing with me because I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to pennies in London. This is great. And my friend would be coming along with me going, oh, my God, how many floors is in here? But like, I just buy so much stuff. It'd be like glittery this and these cool boots and all that kind of stuff. But now when I look around like my room, I'm like, I have so much stuff that I absolutely love. And like... I had to maybe untrain myself to be like, it's actually okay to wear the same thing to a wedding or an award ceremony or that type of thing twice. Like, I think I've had a 30th birthday party, three or four weddings, two awards shows. Like, I, I haven't, I, I tell a lie, I bought one really cool suit off ASOS uh, maybe last year that I wore to an award ceremony. But like, I'm going to be wearing that again this coming Friday to the radio awards. So like, it's that like thing of justifying, you know, 
where your money is going and what you're actually putting into your wardrobe um i love depop do you ever use depop or are you a big fan of it or i love depop and i actually think it's gotten a lot better even since i using it way back when and i think the algorithm has gotten a lot better i feel like it's feeding me a lot better things that are more kind of applicable to my style and things that I'm actively seeking out I actually I've I've had a lot of traveling this year which again very lucky to be able to do but I also find myself kind of looking at my wardrobe again and being like we actually don't have a lot of summer clothes so what can I do here ended up getting a lot of stuff on Depop because the thing is and you touched on it there we Irish still have a a big mentality that you know wear things once and that's it or like god I can't be seen dead in something else again and you'll see it for lots of occasions you know what I mean you mentioned it there like weddings like 30th stuff like that and I get it if you're in the same friend group maybe you don't want to be seen wearing the same thing blah 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 whatever but the same even with holidays I know even speaking from like the perspectives of my friends like the amount of stuff you buy for holiday and you only end up wearing half of it but like lucky for me then because I end up getting to buy it on Depop it's great but it is just about kind of challenging that mindset like why do we feel weird about re-wearing stuff it's not weird like and look even if you do want to take it from the perspective of I don't want to look the same or I'm bored already grand there are so many ways you can you could upcycle the piece different accessories different makeup different hair you don't have to look the same chances are you won't look the same and it is that thing of like nobody is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself and to be honest if anyone is looking at you being like well she wore that last week loser loser mentality (laughs) that's what I say just it's it's a hard one I think and I get it and I I have been there before and there's an age thing and I think you age out of it whatever I know some people still struggle but like trust me I guarantee anyone listening to this you have so many already gorgeous nice pieces in your wardrobe that are just begging to be worn even one more time yeah definitely and I think you know even nobody's going to be noticing I know like there's I suppose a culture of on Instagram you know there's a lot of like possibly people on online that are like can't photograph the same outfit twice or blah blah but like there's only a small majority of people who are in that category who are making money from that particular industry but like if you're just you know going to a wedding or whatever you know why why not wear the same thing twice like or you know buy something off Depop. I bought a really lovely coast dress uh, for one of the girls' weddings um, just there in the summer. And it was so nice. And I was going to spend maybe like €250 Euro on a dress that I'd seen. But then I went on Depop and I was like, oh my God, look at that dress. It's exactly what I was looking for. And it was €50. Euro. And so that way I was able to go, right, okay, well, I've got my money for the hotel room sorted. And I got a dress out of the same money that I would have spent on the brand new dress, you know? And like, exactly it's just so satisfying it's so satisfying to even say those few bob like love it it is. And like even the brands that you really love, like I really like glittery dresses from Virgo's Lounge and the amount of those that I have bought from Depop over the last, let's say, seven or eight years. And they're in my wardrobe. I, you know, take them out every so often and people are like, oh my God, I love your dress. It's great. I'm like, yeah, Depop, 40 euro rather than 250 euro. It's just... That's the thing. I think one of the other things I think is just like the power of knowledge and knowing that there's a brand you really like or there's a style you really like, colour, whatever, grand. Go on to something like Depop or eBay or Thriftify and you'd be surprised what you can find there, even with your example. Like, it's just about taking that extra step and taking that little bit more time, little bit more effort. And I get it, we're in the most time-poor time of our lives now, but 
you do have the time to do just that extra search. And to be honest, it's so much more easier now with the internet and with social media and with all these kind of secondhand platform sites in comparison to, I, I don't know, even a few years ago when you were talking about trawling through shops and stuff, yeah. if you really wanted something, you know? So knowledge is power and just about taking that time and removing, adding that extra step that isn't really that much of an extra step to find something that you might really love. Yeah, it's not. And I suppose even if you, you it, like if you do the research, like I, I know when Sheen first came out and I couldn't believe my luck. I was like, oh, my God, look at all these cool things. And it's like 13 euro for a pair of shoes and they're fab and they're gorgeous. And then when you really start to to look into it, I suppose I'm a bit older now that I'm like, right, OK, where's my clothes coming from? You're a little bit more cognizant of what's going on, all of this kind of stuff. And when you really dig deep, I think you put up a TikTok like of a massive, massive landfill of like clothing and it was like it blew my mind I was like oh my god but when you think about the bigger picture like I've often like bought stuff from from Sheen I've kind of cut it out now but like as again I might buy something that was originally from Sheen on Depop or that type of thing but like when you think about it all those kind of papery clothing or like disposable clothing that you buy for festivals or whatever it is or tops or that type of stuff like they all have to end up somewhere and like mm. maybe once it goes into your bin or the charity bag or whatever, like you kind of don't think about it until you actually research where it goes. If people no, haven't 100%. seen that, will you maybe fill us in? Yeah. So the difficulty with Shein is, and look, it, it kind of, it came to the market and it's kind of your same fast fashion brand. For anyone that doesn't, is listening to this being like, I've no idea what fast fashion even means. Basically, it's just mass produced mm-hmm. mass marketed clothes so you have like lots of drops probably daily drops hourly drops probably that are responding to like trend cycles the clothes are made very cheaply so chances are they're not kind of made of like good materials yeah. the people who are making them aren't paid well there have been a lot of there's been a lot of investigative reporting around that dispatches i think is the main documentary that people refer to yeah exactly but there's lots of other resources online even Shein has kind of tried to respond to it this year by bringing influencers out to its factories I'm doing inverted commas here because this is a a podcast audio platform nobody can see this but I'm doing inverted commas and it was in the factory that they brought them to not where the clothes are being produced but look the difficulty with Shein when something like that comes on the market and I will say Shein was also able to respond to consumer needs and that it offered a very wide size range and it's hard to argue with that when we're still struggling in the secondhand market and like ethical fashion sustainable fashion they don't respond to the size ranges as well and even with other fast fashion brands they haven't catered to plus size people in the way that Shein has so I totally understand why people have gone there Mm -hmm. and been like well I can get my size here and I can get it cheaply why wouldn't I but the thing is, and as we've seen from these docs, the people making the clothes aren't paid adequately whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, the materials can often be harmful. Half the time, the clothes are essentially made of plastic and oil and just horrible things. They're not like what you would expect clothing to be made of at all. And then, as you said, because the clothes are being pumped out at such a rate and bought at such a rate, they are all being disposed of at the same rate. And because it's all driven by trend cycles, once one trend is done, we're on to the next one. Yeah. People are buying other things again. They're getting rid of the other things. And as you said, there is a real disconnect between people owning clothes. And again, this isn't just for Shane. This is for any brand, yeah. any item of clothing. There's a real disconnect for people 
where they don't think about what happens to the garment after they're done with it. And we're seeing a big issue now with even charity shops where they're being inundated with donations, which in one sense is great because people are like, you know, making conscious efforts to like spruce up their wardrobes and slim them down. And they obviously want to make a good contribution by donating. But we're seeing charity shops be flooded with these fast fashion items, predominantly Shein as well. And we're going back to the same issues, not yeah. well-made, not lasting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we're having real difficulties there. And the charity shops are having real difficulties there where it's like, we can't sell these either. So where do the clothes go after that then? And even then for the people who don't donate the Shein stuff or the fast fashion shop stuff to charity shops, where do they go? They are ending up in landfill. And that's the dirty truth of it. People don't want to accept that or acknowledge that. But that like, that's just the case. These clothes can't go anywhere else. And especially not at the rate they're being bought at. Yeah, it's insane because even when you go onto the app, I remember during COVID, I was like, you know, you, you it's like you can't finish it. Like you genuinely, if I go and say, look, I'm looking for a size 16 top or whatever it is, or 1XL or whatever, whatever the size is. And like, you're literally scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And like, there's things flashing up. Like they're really, really clever at marketing. And I've just, it blows my mind as to how to think people are going to maybe step away from that. Because it's like, you know, it's like the experience that you have with Instagram reels and TikToks that you just keep going and going and going and going. But at the end of this, like, you know, you spend 50 quid and 10 days later, you've got a package arriving at your door with loads of sparkly things that like probably don't really fit you very well and aren't made well and the people aren't paid well. But at the same time, it's that like dopamine hit. It's it's it blows my mind. It's really, really hard. And look, I always try to come at this from a place of compassion people buy fast fashion for lots of different reasons yeah. and I truly don't believe anyone seeks out fast fashion with the intent of like I hate the environment yeah. I'm going to you know what I mean yeah but it's just they make it so easy and so cheap that it is I do acknowledge that it's so so hard to break that chain but also from that perspective I would just I think we've we are and again this isn't just Irish people I think this is all people with access to fast fashion I think we've become accustomed to like what we think we I don't know I think in terms of like needing clothes in inverse commas yes we need clothes but I think we'll we'll go out of our way to justify certain purchases and certain hauls and why we buy so much and why we buy from certain places as if fashion is a god-given right and it's simply not like your desire to have a, a new dress or something for something, whatever, or a new crop top, coat, whatever. It doesn't have to be a dress. That doesn't outweigh, that isn't more important than someone getting paid adequately. You know what I mean? And again, they're the hard truths that people don't want to acknowledge, can't acknowledge. I do want to go back to the point that people shop fast fashion for various different reasons and the accessibility and the money aspect and the sizing aspect and all things like that. But yeah, it, there definitely is, It's there's such... There's so many disconnects on so many levels and it's hard to address all of them at once, I think. And I think that's where kind of the argument kind of falls down for some people when when people like me are banging down a door being like, can you please stop buying from Shein? Like they are, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care where you shop from for the rest of your life. Just not Shein, please. And people are like, blah, 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 like fingers in their ears. It's, It's hard. There's so many disconnects and it's trying to target all of them in a way that's compassionate and brings them into the conversation as opposed to making them feel 
shame and bad and like they can't do anything and like they're drowning with their choices and their responsibilities. Totally. I love I love fashion and I love clothes and I love putting together outfits and that kind of thing. But at the same time, I don't know if it's from reality TV where we get to see, you know, I suppose we've we've so many more visuals now of people on social media. Um, you know, the likes of the Real Housewives, I, I like I love watching it, but like even looking at their wardrobes and all of that kind of stuff. And I think it filters down into us where we're like, "Oh my god, you know, we have to stay up with fashion or even if you're not following trends but like you know I don't know it feels different in the last couple of years and I don't know if that's driven by social media or what we see in reality tv or that type of thing but I think even if we are more fashion conscious maybe we need to be more conscious about where that's coming from yeah absolutely and I think look there's still a lot of room to have fun with fashion and be playful with fashion again that's one of the reasons or like one of the best things I found from giving up the fast fashion is I just have such an appreciation for my own personal style my clothes I feel like I know exactly what I want when I'm going shopping I love all my pieces to bits I feel like really proud of my wardrobe I think it's definitely social media and I think even like the rise of the influencer and I think again this is I I am an influencer I'm not slating the industry but there are a lot of issues with it that you've touched on there and even as you said you've the real housewives kind of at the highest level shall we say where we don't maybe kind of feel a connection to them but we're watching and we're seeing them in different outfits all the time and we're like oh my god and a lot of that is very expensive Mm -hmm. you know fashion whatever else at the end of the day like the real housewives are kind of doing the same job as the influencers are especially if they're working in that fashion beauty space to a degree I suppose it's their job to sell clothes often their passion as well don't get me wrong but like your life isn't comparable to them in that way and I think it's just remembering that as well and look I know some people give tips around and I think initially before I kind of kind of sat back and reviewed it one of my tips initially was like you need to unfollow anything that you kind of feel tempted by and I kind of included uh fashion influencers in that bracket but I'm at a point now where I can follow a lot of fashion influencers and take inspiration from them but again it's just about taking that extra beat to see a coat that they're wearing can I get it on Depop do I have something already in my wardrobe even that's a similar style and you I think they're still a great source of inspiration but as I said it's just about thinking okay they look great but how can I do this in a way that's not affecting the planet something that I already have maybe I can borrow it you know and just not letting yourself be that easily swayed or influenced I suppose yeah definitely and like I think as well there's a lot to be said for finding a brand that you know a lot about like as in I I found this brand years ago um Scamp and Dude and it's a really nice story behind it the lady who set up the brand she had cancer um and then once she got over her cancer she set up the clothing brand but she does like you know it's all kind of ethically sourced material um I think most of the stuff is made in Spain um and as well as that like she has these scarves that if you buy a scarf um another scarf is given to somebody i think it's only in the uk with cancer um but i was like literally in london over the weekend and they had opened up a store and i was like oh my god i have to go but like that i had to stop myself once i got in the door going well okay i already own six dresses from this brand i already own like all my hoodies are from this brand do i really need something so even though i got such joy out of going into the shop i was like hang Mm. on a minute now i need to like take a step back and go right you know 
do I really need another dress? Because actually they're quite expensive as well. They're like, you know, about 150 euro a dress. So I, it's something that you have to think about just because yeah, you love absolutely. it. You don't need to be like, I need to buy like 70 other things and, you know, make myself bankrupt. But like if you like that, that brand brings me so much joy. But like, and I know that when I get a piece of clothing that I've looked at for ages, I've saved up money to go and buy. I know where it's coming from. I know that it's been set up by, you know, somebody who feels passionately about, you know, the environmental aspect of clothing. And like, it just feels so much better on your body when you put it on, you know, it's I can't explain it. But like, it's you just feel like you haven't you know, done anything wrong. I'm not saying that people are doing anything wrong when they don't buy from a, you know, an ethically sourced kind of uh, piece of clothing or whatever it is. But like, you know, you maybe just have to find your thing and like learn a bit about it. A hundred percent. I think even, again, it goes back to that thing of knowledge is power. Like a lot of those fast fashion brands aren't upfront with their sustainability policies or if they do have sustainability, sustainability policies, excuse me, that's a hard, two hard <laughs> words to say together. Um, they're not upfront about them or if they are upfront about them they're very greenwashy yeah, and they're not legitimate and it's a lot of false claims and stuff like yeah. that and at the end of the day would you rather not support a small business like the one you just mentioned you know that has a story behind them a small team one purchase could mean so much to them as opposed to this mega conglomerate the likes of I don't need to name any of the brands because everyone knows all of them and we've mentioned a lot of them already in this conversation um, and look that is the thing as well there is an expense that comes with some of these ethical businesses but at the end of the day I think we I think we think they're so expensive because we're so used to how cheap yeah. clothes are now they shouldn't be that cheap like if yeah. you even look at any kind of piece like a crochet piece is something that I always use as an example because it's something that comes up so much with festival fashion like a machine cannot do that that can only be done by a person and if it's being sold for like a tenner and it takes hours like you know what I mean you think of even trying to do crochet in school I was shite like but I remember watching other people absolutely like she like when she passed away we had so much knitting wool in the house that I was like oh my god what the hell are we going to do this but like every single evening she even used to have her friends here at the house for like you know they'd be doing crochet evenings and that kind of stuff but like the amount of time and hours that went into Mm. you know maybe making one blanket or you know a scarf or that type of thing and when you see it and go hang on a minute how can I buy this for 15 euro that's like insane because it doesn't it doesn't work like that no literally no not at all it definitely doesn't. But um, I, I suppose a couple of tips for people, because I know people are going to be listening to this and their eyes might be a little bit more open than they were before they had a listen. But like, I suppose if you are trying to step a little bit away from the fast fashion and be a little bit more conscious about what you're buying, have you got any tips, Um, you know, from maybe when you started out? So many tips. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, you need to look what's in your wardrobe already. And that might involve like a spring clean, don't keep stuff that, you know, I, I know a big thing is, and again, this is like naughty's diet culture, magazine culture, yeah. you know, keeping clothes that don't fit us in the hopes they'll fit us one day. Get rid of them. They're not bringing you joy. Get rid of them. Yeah. Anything else that you're not really wearing actively um, and in the getting rid of process, don't just consider charity shops. I don't know. Maybe you have a group of friends. You're all kind of in around similar sizes. Swap night could be really fun. Yeah. There are a lot of swap events that happen uh in the country already so that might be something and you might even be able to make a few bob or whatever else depop again you could you don't just buy on there you can sell ebay loads of options there once you know what you have you can look at gaps 
that you might have and you're like, okay, we're coming into winter. Say you don't have enough jumpers. You don't have a coat and you're like, the weather in Ireland, no bueno. I need to get some pieces here so I'm not left stranded in the rain somewhere or freezing cold. Um, And then I would say it's just about, as I said, taking that extra beat and looking around. So we've mentioned a couple of platforms already. Depop is great. Again, especially if you're really trying to wean yourself off the fast fashion, you feel that you're a little bit more trend-led. I'm not saying that as a criticism. We all can be. We all buy into trends completely fine. Um, There are a lot of good options there um, from kind of known brands and stuff like that. Another option that I really like is Thriftify, which is basically an online platform where uh, physical charity shops can say, oh, sell their in-store stock and oh, um, but you can actually find a lot of like designer bits there if you want to if you're going a bit more glam or whatever else and um, but again they also have like your bog standard I'm going on there soon to look for a pair of jeans because my yeah. jeans are on the way out Um I would just be kind to yourself I don't think you have to put a massive amount of pressure on yourself and um, it's a big change especially if you're someone who was very into the consumerism and like constantly shopping I get it. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Um, hold yourself accountable. Say it online. Say it to a friend. Say it to someone else. See if you can rope them in with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, just to go back to a point I made earlier, I would say, as much as I don't think you need to unfollow like all the influencers you like who are fashionable or whatever yeah. else, you do need to unsubscribe from like the newsletters or un- unfollow the brands that you would be very tempted by on social media because especially initially you're going to find it very hard to resist because their job is to just get you on the website constantly shopping so you'll have a discount code here here's a new piece there that you like whatever else you cannot deal with that so like even if you just mute them you don't have to unfollow them whatever mute them all um and yeah just enjoy it it can be such an enjoyable thing especially the in-person physical shopping go check out your local charity shop you never know what they might have like the stuff that i'm seeing in charity shops lately unreal yeah. I was in Athlone recently and I got such a good haul across the three charity shops in the town so would recommend and yeah enjoy it mainly it's not don't use it as a stick to beat yourself with this is like a fun time for experimentation and learning and having fun with clothes and fashion yeah absolutely and like don't you know don't put pressure on yourself like you know it's it's okay to wear the same thing to a wedding or something like that twice because let's face it weddings in ireland are not cheap accommodation is not cheap and you might as well save yourself a couple of bob along the way uh Fanula that Jay, is it. That's thank it. you so so much for coming on if people want to check you out um on social media if they want to follow um your trends and your fashion and the whole lot and thank you for being uh so kind even though i sound like I've uh, the biggest head cold in the world but uh, thank you so much thankfully I can't transmit it through Zoom (laughs) thank God uh, (laughs) where can people find you (laughs) Um, I'm at Fanula J everywhere on socials if people want to follow me there and I have more tips and resources if people need them for secondhand shopping super thank you so much and I really appreciate you coming on to Girly Bits thanks Louise So there you go. Thanks again to Fanula J for coming on to have a really, really great chat. And again, not pointing any fingers. There's no judgment here. If you are somebody who loves a little bit of a penny's haul, I know I do myself from time to time. But I suppose it's just about being a little bit more cognizant of where your clothes are coming from and 
where they're going to end up. So anyway, listen, enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a listen. As always, if you want to like, share, subscribe, please do. And if you want to reach out to me, louiseclarkmedia at gmail.com. You can also give me a shout on Instagram, louiseclarkradio, and I would love to hear your feedback. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to do another episode of Girly Bits next week. Have a good one. Oh,